0: Put those hands together and help me praise it. Come on now. Come on. Sing with me. I came to magnify the Lord. I came to I came to lift Jesus higher. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, good afternoon to you. And welcome to stay.intohisword.com. Uh, I'm sorry for the late posting. Uh, However, we do have a COVID situation going on in our family. And uh, been praying and concerned and consoling in that area. Uh, So keep us in prayer. Uh, Our beloved one is doing a little better. She was able to get out of the bed on her own but still having problems breathing. So I covet your prayers uh, that the mother-in-law and the mother would be touched tremendously by God's uh, grace and will be healed and delivered back to the house for full recovery. Uh, That is our request today. That is our desire today that we're able to see her back at home doing very, very well. And I know God acts on faith. We've read it over and over and over again, especially in the Gospels, where he's healing and touching people. And he's told many of them, because of your faith. Yes, because of your hope, because of your belief, not in yourself, but in him. Uh, The lady with the issue of blood because of your faith. Uh, The centurion who had uh, command over people who could say, come one, come to me, come to another, go do this, go do that, uh, because he just had that faith. Uh, Because the lepers, which we talked about them before, the lepers, they just had that faith. Uh, Jarius, or Zacharias, just had that faith. He just had to see Jesus and uh, was convicted of his lifestyle. He changed uh, just because he was in the presence because of his faith in God. He had to see Jesus eyeball to eyeball. So I'm calling on all of you who have faith, who've been listening to stay.intohisword.com. Uh, to reach out to me if you need to, if you want to, uh, through the website, we have contact links and you can always listen to wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm there. Stay dot into his word is there wherever you find your podcast. So let's pray and let's get into the word while I do have a few minutes here, uh, It's important to me that I continue this while we're going through this time. I know you would understand. I know that. I have faith that you would understand that. But I have to be faithful because there are still people that need to hear the Word of God. There are still people that need to be blessed by stay.intohisword.com. So let us pray, and then we'll get right into the Word. I trust you bought your Bible as I always request, that you bring the Word of God with you. So, uh, uh, all 66 books combined in one. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you in prayer, asking you to touch the sick, asking you to touch the afflicted. Hallelujah. Bring restoration uh, to our mother, our mother-in-law, who's right now in the hospital, Lord, uh, she's doing well. We get good reports of her spirit is up and lively uh, via text messaging from her. But Lord, we still need healing in the lungs because that's where it all takes place. The spirit is willing, but the lungs are weak. So we need you to heal the lungs, Lord. Heal the lungs, heal the souls and the spirits of those that are in a depressed mode, and a depressed attitude. God, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ for healing across this nation. We pray for our leaders, Lord, that they will make good, sound decisions and lead us in a great way. We pray for each and every continent, Lord, that they will be blessed. Hallelujah, that their eyes would be open. I'm so thankful, Lord, for the people, for the listeners that are eager to hear what thus saith the Lord, and what the Word of God says. Not my words, but what the Bible says. Because true believers, people that really want to know what direction to go, they believe in the Word of God and listen over and read for themselves. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody says, Amen. Well, let's get into the book. Uh, Let's turn, if you would please, to... I'm not going to keep you very long. Uh, Let's turn uh, to 1 Kings. That's in the Old Testament. Right after, uh, what did 1 Kings come after? 2 Samuel. And we're going to go to 1 Kings chapter number 3. And we're going to be talking about this guy that was known as. One of the wisest men in the Bible. And we're going to talk about this story. Uh, we're not going to get too detailed, but we will get detailed enough to bring out uh, a few points here. Uh, some stuff that we consider to be pretty important to know. Okay, First Kings chapter 3. And I guess we'll, we'll read a little bit right here at the uh uh chapter three let's start about well let's just go to it verse 16 3 and 16 then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him and the one woman said oh my lord i and this woman dwell in one house and i was delivered of her child with her in the house and it came to pass that the third day after I was that I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And the woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it at her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And another woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. Hallelujah. And this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then said the king, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is dead. And the other saith, Nay, but thy son is dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they bought his sword before the king. And the king said, divide the living child in two and give half to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose living child was unto the king for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, oh my Lord, give her the living child and in no wise slay it. But the other said, let it be neither mine Nor thine, but divided. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray over this word that you anoint this word. Well, your your word is already anointed. But God, we ask you that you anoint these lips, Lord, and let my mind be on this word to disseminate the message that you have for your people that believe in your word, for the people out there, Lord, the listeners, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the listeners. Let this word be shared abroad. Let them share it with their friends, relatives, neighbors, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to it on any device that they have while they're traveling, while they're at work, wherever, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, hallelujah, everybody. And thank you for coming again to stay.intohisword.com. The place. Where we have to stay in his word. Remember, I frequently say, if we abide in him, he'll abide in us. Together, we can bring forth much fruit. Amen. Because without him, we can't do anything. So we need to have God on our side. Praise God. Praise God. So here we have it. The two women claim the same child. This was a problem. Now Solomon, being a young man, about 12 years old, was given charge over this whole kingdom. He had no wisdom. He had no understanding. And I don't know too many children that are 12 years old have any kind of wisdom, have any kind of understanding. I mean, yet to govern a whole nation, to be in charge of a whole nation. So God gave him an opportunity. He said, Solomon, you're going to be in charge you're going to be the governor, or you're going to be the king. You're going to govern this whole place. What would you want me to give you to help you along the way? Well, Solomon, knowing that he didn't know what to do as a young child, but given all the authority uh, to run the whole uh, to run the kingdom, he said in verse uh, verse chapter one, uh, chapter three of Kings. Uh, Verse 8, he said, uh, let's see here. Verse 8, Now thy servant is in the midst of the people which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered or counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? Who's able to judge him? These great people, this is what Solomon's saying, he's putting himself down. Now, God gave him the opportunity to get whatever he wanted. Now, most people, even today, right now, how many of you say, God, you know, just just give me wisdom, just give me knowledge, just give me understanding. But normally, in, in most cases, you come to God with a need, You come to God with a request. God, I need help with my finances. God, I need help with the job. God, I need help uh, understand. Sometimes you ask for understanding. I know I do. I saw how it benefited Solomon. So my prayer is to give me wisdom and knowledge and understanding. I mean, I pray that frequently. And I suggest that you too, you do too, if you haven't been. So anyway, getting right along with the story here. So God, God Almighty. He says, Solomon, and you can read the rest of this for yourself. I'm going to paraphrase some of this. I'm just trying to get the point across and drive it home. He says, Solomon, because you asked for this, I'm going to give you more. Solomon, you could have asked for riches. You could have asked for fame. You could have asked for everything. and I would have. But because you just asked for understanding and because you just asked for wisdom, I'm going to give you an understanding heart. I'm going to give you favor with the people to a degree, and then I'm going to give you all the riches. I'm going to, I'm going to bless you beyond what you asked for, Solomon. Hallelujah. Solomon asked for just the minimal. He wasn't looking for his own self to be blessed. He was seeing since he was a young man, but even though he had wisdom of his own at that age to say, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. How many times do you don't know what you're doing and you need help? Give me wisdom, God, on how I can uh, get a better position in life. Give me wisdom, God, on how I can help people. Give me wisdom and understanding, God. That's what I need. And this is what Solomon needed to be able to help the people. So God blessed him and God gave him more. So the story goes, these two women came to Solomon, the king. Just like when you're going to your church, just like when you're at your job, just like the women at the house, they come to the husband, you go to the boss, you go to the pastor, and some of you out there may even go to the priest. But nevertheless, you go to the person who's in authority that you feel may have this wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Sometimes they may fall short. Sometimes they may have to go and pray. But in this case, these women, as we read about, they went to the king. Solomon, the man, they went asking Solomon, Solomon, here's our dilemma. Here's our story. And what should we do, Solomon? How are we going to handle this situation, Solomon? Because this lady came to me and said, well, this lady came because one child, the child was dead, but it's my child is alive. How can this be? So Solomon, with his wisdom, as we read the story, we can plainly see that one lady came with a lie to the king, but the king didn't know who was right, and the king didn't know who was wrong. Just by the simple fact, one lady said, hey, we live together in the house alone, two harlots. Well, you can look that word up in the Bible, find out what a harlot, or in your Bible dictionary, or in your regular dictionary, but uh, these ladies had not the righteous, upright um, reputation, and probably didn't know who the father was, being the type of lifestyle that they were living, but nevertheless, they had babies, each one of them, one was delivered before the other, one was up tired, rolled over, smothered the baby, and switched the babies, the Bible said, in the night. So because that one was switched, one was dead, but she didn't want to have a dead child. She wanted to have a living child. And she thought that she could switch it out and fool the other mother whose child was alive. And we read that story, and I know you understand it. I hope I paraphrased and broke it down just a little bit more to make it more palatable, more eatable, more digestible. To you listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. So, because of this, there was a discrepancy going on in the house. How could this happen? There was only two of us in the house. The one woman says, that's not my baby. I know my son. Now, let me tell you, a mother is going to know their child. Amen. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. I don't care if that baby was out of the womb about 10, 15 seconds. And that mother laid eyes on that baby. That baby is going to know. But the Bible tells us three days. So they knew the baby. Each mother knew their child. So by that mother knowing her child, the one that was alive, she could not be fooled. She knew her baby. And she had a heart's desire for her baby to live. Now, remember, the Israelites had a high mortality rate. So by having a high mortality rate, it was very important that this child would live and live on and be continual in life because she never knew. She may not have another child. So that death rate was high. That's why they had so many kids, each in a family, because you didn't know who was going to make it and who wasn't. That's part of the reason why. But the main part of the reason why they had so many is because God made that promise to Abraham and said, your uh, seed will be like the sands of the sea." Hallelujah. So you're going to have a lot of seed in the sand. You're going to have a lot of kids, Abraham. And that's why we sing that song in Sunday school. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right hand, right foot, left hand. and he goes on and on. I might have messed it up a little bit. I frequently do on some of those songs, but uh, you got the gist of it. <laughs> so, getting back. So they go to, they go to Solomon. This 12-year-old kid. Now, we don't know how old these women were, but uh, they could have been pretty young. They could have been a several years older. They could have been the same age. I don't know. I didn't think about uh, doing that type of research until right now. And perhaps I would have been able to find it. Don't know. But we do know that the Bible does not say. And because of their profession, they didn't have a man in their lives to take care of them. Or else they probably would not have been in this profession. So they were trying to survive. And by having sons, that would have gave them a, someone to work for them, to earn money, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, plow the land, uh, help with the cattle, whatever. And, and, and since these women were in the same house Uh, there's a possibility that this wasn't even their house. Uh, Or it could have been their house. It could have been a house that they were using to service the customers. And they had an agreement to do that. We don't know. But nevertheless, they made their living as harlots. So, time came. This is not my child. These babies were switched. So they went to Solomon. 12-year-old kid. Who didn't want anything for himself, but wisdom and understanding to be able to discern judgment. That's all he want. God put it this way in verse 11. God said unto him, because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, which kings usually want. They want to live long So they can be long and prosperous and do this and do that. Neither has thou asked riches for thyself. Nor has thou asked thy life of thine enemies. Didn't want to kill anybody. But has asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Yes, understanding to discern judgment. So here we have it. The king. The women come to the king. Woman A, we'll call her Woman A. Woman A says, hey, this child is my child. Woman B doesn't say much. And this is the child that's alive. So the king looks, go get me a sword. Talks to the, we'll call him the hit man. Because all the kings had a hit man. They would stand by with the sword, protecting the king. So they had the sword. King says, divide the kids in half, the one kid in half. Now the mother that yells out, no, don't do it. Let the child live. Give it to the other woman. Here's wisdom. Now another one says, let the child die. Now that's wisdom. That's wisdom the one that yelled out to let the child live would rather let her flesh of her flesh and bone of her bone live with someone else as long as it could have life. Praise God. That's how Jesus is. He wants us to live with him. He tells us to forsake our loved ones in a spiritual sense so that we can have life under uh, eternal life hallelujah born again of the water born again of the spirit baptized in the wonderful name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of our sins so that we may have eternal life this wisdom was far exceeding for such a 12 year old kid and even to take a chance at being that old, this is what the scholars say. He was about twelve. He was twelve years old when this took place. Had a whole kingdom. Such wisdom had not been seen such a t- at this particular time in all of Israel. So because of this, this uh, set Solomon up for more blessings down the road, and this set Solomon up as being one of the wisest men that ever lived. And he wrote a lot of psalms, as a, as we know. So today, I want to let you know that the people want to know that they have been heard. When, when, when you go to God, God will hear you. We go to God, God, we got a request. These women, this, they both went to Solomon with a request. We need help with our problem. At that time, I'm not going to say Solomon was God, but Solomon was in charge. And we go to God with our request. We can't figure it out, God. And we need your help in figure it out. And God, God Almighty, He will give you an answer. Sometimes that answer will come through the man of God, through the authority in your life, whether it be your husband, because women are to submit themselves to their own husbands. And if your husband doesn't know, then he'll pray about it, he'll read about it in the Word, and get an answer from God. If he doesn't get an answer from God, then he can go to the man of God. But in most cases, God will speak to the leader of your home, and give that person an answer. So Solomon showed wisdom by reflecting back on what the two women said. Huh. So we got to ponder. We got to be quick to hear and slow to speak, the Bible tells us. we got to listen to the words that are being said in everything that we try to pass judgment on. In everything, how we respond to people uh, in work situations, in life, or, uh, when people are road rage situations. How are we going to respond? What kind of example are we going to set? Well, we're not going to get upset because somebody wants to take our parking place. We're not going to get upset and display anger because somebody passed us up on the roadway and and switched lanes and got right in front of us and start going real slow for no apparent reason that we know about. No, but we're going to put our trust in God. We're going to exercise wisdom. Hallelujah. So what... When have you had an experience, when have you experienced a situation of someone using human nature to get at the truth? This was human nature. This is what we see here. Human nature on this point, where the woman A, whose child actually died, had lied. Yes, she lied. But here's the thing. She thought she was going to get away with it. She thought she could fool woman B, whose child was alive. But woman A had lied, and woman B got at the truth. Or got the truth through Solomon and by her actions. You see, God got you coming and going. You can't get away in either way. So I tell you today that when you're seeking God, When you need an answer from God and you've looked high and low, but you just forgot to ask for the principal thing, wisdom and an understanding heart, humbly before God, asking for that. The Bible tells us, as one preacher used to say, the just shall live by faith. So at this time, we need to exercise our faith in God more than ever. There's a lot going on in this world. and We need to be wise. We need to have judgment. And we need to be smart about what we're doing. We can't go about doing things that are incorrect in the eyes of God. And that's the honest to God truth. Amen. Amen. I'm looking here for a scripture I'd like to read. And here it is Proverbs chapter 3. It says this My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life, and peace shall they, shall they add to thee. What? Who's they? Length of days of the commandments. They're going to add length of days and long in life and peace. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Favor and good understanding. If we keep the commandments of God and write them on the tables of our heart, thy, David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. David said, thy word is a lamp unto a, my feet and a light unto my pathway. The Bible tells us to pick up the word of God and read Hallelujah. We need to have thy word. Because in thy word, we find the commandments. And then finally, we read in 3 and 5, it says this. One of our old trustworthy scriptures. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not into thy, what? Own understanding. You see, Solomon could have leaned on his own understanding. Hallelujah. Sorry about that. You see, Solomon could have leaned unto his own understanding, but his own understanding was not good enough for such a great people. And today, I'm not leaning unto my own understanding because I see and I perceive that the listeners to stay.intohisword.com are a great people. You're a wonderful people. You're God's chosen. God's chosen and faithful that decide to listen to into his word.com frequently and continually to get your feeding, to get your edification and to be strong in the word of God. So continue to listen, continue to keep your faith and lean not unto your own understanding, cuz our own understanding is not good, you know. Bible says every man think he's right in his own mind, and we know what happens when we try to do things in our own mind, in our own way, with our own thinking, because the Bible tells us that the carnal mind is enmity with God; it's the enemy of God. We need to walk in the Spirit and deny the manifestations of the flesh. We need to buffet the uh, buffet. The flesh, beat the flesh down. Keep the flesh under submission and and let the spiritual man uh, rule us. The Bible tells us that, uh, let me think. He, let me see. He that can't control his own spirit, I'm paraphrasing, is like a city without walls and is broken down. Can you imagine in biblical days when the enemies came in, Uh, to besiege a city or to fight in war and take over a city, if the city's walls was broken down, they had no protection. So today we have to have protection by keeping our souls, hallelujah, in check, our spirits in check. So thank you. Keep your souls in check. Keep your spirits in check. And let us have an understanding heart. Ask for that understanding heart. Ask for the, the, the same thing Solomon did. So God will give you more. And we have to be obedient and we have to obey the word of God. God bless you and thank you for listening. And keep us in prayer. Now, join us in prayer right now. Hallelujah. If there's an altar around somewhere, make yourself an altar. Find yourself an altar and ask God to give you wisdom. Ask God to give you an understanding heart as he did Solomon. The right to judge between right and wrong. Hallelujah. The right to make a right decision. Not to lean on your own understanding, but to lean upon his understanding. And let the Spirit of God use you in that area. Not where you think is the Spirit of God, but where you know Is the Spirit of God. And God will give you discernment. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord, that you reach out and continually bless the people that are being faithful and listening to state.intohisword.com, that are visiting our website and seeing what we have to say, Lord. Help us to grow. Let this ministry reach to the uttermost parts of the world, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let everyone hear about Stay.IntoHisWord.com. Lord, we need you today to give us understanding and wisdom in our heart and our mind. Touch the sick and afflicted, wherever they may be. Give the rulers, hallelujah, of different countries, different continents, different cities, different municipalities, wisdom and knowledge to run their place, to run their country, to run their cities with godly wisdom. And putting the people first, safety above all, safety, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And you all said, "Amen." Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll try to do this every Friday, as we always say. If not, it's because something's going on. We got COVID around and in the family, and I am in school, but I try to always get out there on Friday. If not a couple of days later. God bless you and have a great week till we meet again.